damn, it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> what voice was that? <laughs> damn. <laughs> Where, what part of your throat did that come from? came from deep in my stomach damn <laughs> it's noon here in ventnor city new jersey and this is news that you can use from uh, courage for well tuesday june 20th the day before the summer solstice which means that tomorrow as many people say it's the longest day of the year it however is not it's still just 24 hours it's just filled with more daylight than any other day Consumers have stopped paying their car loans. Really? They're Which abandoning ones? Anybody I know? their auto. <laughs> New data. All right. yeah. Data is coming from a variety of different places, whether it be some of the videos you might see here on YouTube, or for example, we just had the comment come in from the chat from Igor, right? Yes. Repo Apocalypse, I'm seeing it as well at every auction I attend. It's also happening, folks, when you look at, let me add it to the stream, boom. S&P Global Mobility auto finance delinquencies rise past Great Recession peak. But. What's the but? But. Do you know what a but means in a sentence? What does a but mean? That everything that came before it is not true. <laughs> You're off to a good start today. That's Dad. what but means in a sentence. And I'm not talking B-U-T-T. I don't think so, Dad. Yeah, Surpassing sure. levels last seen during the Great Recession, account-level delinquency rates of auto loans 60-plus days past due have risen 26 basis points, or as those in the industry call them, BIPs. BIPs, yeah. Q1 2021's 1.43% yeah. to 1.69% for Q1 of 2023. Yes. According to a recent credit industry insight report by TransUnion. Dad, it's not just auto loans. One of the things that's most damning when you start to look at this information, it's all forms of debt that consumers take on. Mortgage debt and mortgage delinquency, excuse me, is down one basis point. However, auto is up 36 basis points. Bank cards are up 80 basis points. And unsecured personal loans are up 110 basis points. So so if, if I'm to look at this chart and I'm supposed to extrapolate something from it, well, autos are next to nothing compared to bank card and and well, it's not next to nothing. It's, unsecured. Well, personal loans obviously are, are where you see the highest level of delinquency. Yeah. But think about it, Ted. Auto is like the transportation from point A to point B. We've we've said well, for decades that's you know the reason people don't go default on their auto loans because they got to get to work and things like that. This yeah. is comparing 2021 money printer central banks without any real restriction. They were financing up to. 150, 160%, which we're going to take a moment to explain what the heck that actually means. Yes. And then today, yes, we're now surpassed. We have now surpassed great recession levels of auto loan delinquency. And you and I have been covering this as of others. So it's not just us. Many people have been covering this a long time coming. Auto loan delinquency rates are higher than they've been historically in the entire Cox Automotive data set. And that goes back 25 years. So there is a true uh, credit crisis and a credit crunch going on. And the other thing that's factoring into this, Dad, yes. is you're not then, you know, you're getting this delinquency of loans that you've done in the years past. There's not more new loans coming on the books at a high enough rate. We've seen the availability of credit go down significantly over the past couple of months as banks have been more, uh, you know, judicious, judicious, that's judicious right in how they approve loans. Yeah. Which is, well, uh, you know, realistically what they it, should have been doing. Okay. Bingo. There was no button that. Can you explain though the 150, 160% like okay, so auto loans? Yeah. Let, let's say, let's say a vehicle is worth ten thousand dollars. And let's say in the olden days, 
uh, on a used car, you know, a bank, if you had really good credit, they might finance 120% of the value of the vehicle, including fees. So in that case, that $10,000 car, the bank would consider financing $12,000 on it if you had really good credit. Things got a little out of whack after during the pandemic, and banks were doing 150, 160% loan to value, which means that they were willing on that $10,000 car, if you had good credit, um, to finance $15,000 or $16,000. Well, what that really means is that five to 6000 of that loan was really unsecured. There wasn't anything that was worth that five or six thousand dollars to protect the bank's interest. Yep. Um, that, when the banks were doing that, that is what allowed dealers to charge more for their pre-owned inventory than they had in the past. It took the banks working with them and approving those loans for the dealers to be able to get the prices that they were asking for and that the customers were willing to pay. Now, one of the interesting things that we're seeing, Deb, delinquencies, yes. defaults, repossessions, they all mean different things. I, I went with the thumbnail image today, repos soaring. And we yeah. are seeing, I mean, I'll pull up Igor's comment here. And I watch, yeah. as you all know, we're very, very good friends with Brandon from Car Questions Answered. He's at the Who? auction. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of the guy. Yeah. He's at the auction. He's showing all this proof of more yes. and more repo vehicles. You've got Igor here saying banks that used to bring five to 10 cars to auction that were recovered from being repoed are now bringing double the amount of cars, like 15 to 25. It's not just subprime banks that got repos, but prime banks. When I went to the auction with Brandon, yes. a couple, I guess it was like a month or so ago, there were tons of repoed vehicles sitting there. The thing that I find interesting, Dad, is that delinquencies precede in the sequencing of events a repossession. Typically, the they has, have to. Right? You, know, you can't repossess it if the people are making the payments. There's no but after that sentence, as yes. you would like to say. So let's yes. pull this up on the screen, Dad. The latest data that we have from the actual auctions okay this comes from when was it may 26th so we're due for another update soon one would assume auction repo check-ins 14 percent below pandemic levels yeah the other components of this as well as fargo toyota are offering incentives so it's interesting that let's come down here uh when you look at repos in general that hit auction in 2023 we're at 86 percent of where we were in 2019 that comes from cox automotive senior director Jeremy Robb, Senior Director of Economic and Industry Insights at Cox Automotive. By comparison, 2022 repossession check-ins at the auto auction set at 70% of the volume recorded in 2019, while 2021 came in at 75%. So we are obviously, here we can literally just read the quote. If you look at pre-pandemic numbers, we haven't caught up yet, but we are trending up. Yes. The president of the American Recovery Association and not, repo, the, not the ARA and the Automobile Recovery Bureau. No, not the you, ARB. You know, don't mind. This is great insight that we're able to get from yes. industry news. So we yes. appreciate it. So we are not back to, as of May 26, we are not back to pre-pandemic. But we repo, were trending in that direction. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And then yeah. what precedes? What precedes a, repos a repossession? People not making their payments. I, I, I get how it flows. I do understand the flow. I mean, you know, if if do the customers want to make it easy for the banks at, and at the time of signing for the loan go, you know what, six months from now, I'm going to be three months behind. You might as well just come pick up the damn car. No, but, you know, that's that's the risk the banks take. But the but today the banks 
are trying to mitigate their risk by tightening the guidelines uh, that they utilize to decide whether or not to give someone a loan. Which is kind of interesting. Like the way that you're approaching solving the problem for the poor lending decisions that you made in the past is by being more restrictive on your lending decisions today. It's like you already made, you know what I mean? Like you already made the bed you're sleeping in. Is that the saying? You're sleeping yeah, in the you, bed like, you already the, made. Something, or you, maybe you closed the barn door after the after the uh, dog got out. No, the horse got out. The cat, whatever, <laughs> what? whatever. <laughs> all right. So here's another factor to all this. Yeah, I'm going to pull this up on the screen. Let me share this tab. So as you all know, we have uh, back at CarEdge.com, CarEdge.com slash sell. We have a partnership with a company called CarWiser. They help people sell their cars, gets you all the offers. They're actually at the win in Las Vegas, Nevada. There is a, 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 some type of automobile convention going on. And they're one of the uh, participants there. There you go. The reason I bring them up is not to pitch the service. The reason I bring them up is because you can do some pretty interesting analysis, folks, of what's going on in terms of used car values. Yesterday, we talked about wholesale used car values and how they're down nearly 10% year over year. This comes from one of our community members. Used offers are wild. This is today's lookup on your website. I sold my Buick to CarMax on Saturday. I got this email yesterday, folks. Yes. I sold my Buick to CarMax on Saturday for $31,600 after two dealerships wouldn't go above $28,000 on the trade-in. What do you think when I scroll down, when this community member plugged their vehicle back in after they sold it, just to test it out, what do you think was the offer that they got? 26 grand. Do you cheat? No, I don't. No, you don't share any of this. Do you cheat? The highest offer they got yeah. was $26,525. And then obviously lower yeah. after that from yes. car gurus right there. The reason I bring this up, Dad, if I'm a bank, yes. if I'm a bank, yes. do I even want to repossess the doggone thing? Do you think we will see a material spike in repos or are we going to see more and more banks working diligently with their customers to try and help them make payments? Well, I'm... they don't want to be holding that bag. No, and they don't want to be trying to collect a deficiency balance if the people couldn't afford to to take care of the original balance. They're going to do everything in their power not to not to pay for the deficiency balance. Um, I, I think we have seen banks for I don't know the last several months trying to work with consumers, trying to delay the inevitable. Um, it does feel inevitable. It does, and so and and. And, and here's what I would say to a bank that's thinking about that. Um, your first loss is your best loss. If if you realize that it's inevitable that you're going to have to repossess it, you might as well repossess it sooner rather than later, because if you take it to the auction sooner rather than later, you're going to get more for it now than you would later. So if you're hedging your bets and trying to work with the customers because you're afraid of what the deficiency balances would be, they're only going to get worse. I find uh, vintages to be this really interesting way to to try and analyze what's going on in the industry because there's so much talk about, well, interest rates went up and that's why people can't pay for their car notes. No, that, again, you made you, no, you they, made the barn door then that's now doing today. Yeah, hard to hard to sell knowledgeable after saying that. Here's an assessment. Well, hard to be taken seriously. <laughs> Here's a vintage analysis. Deck. Yes. So auto loans that had been originated in Q1 across various different years. The the different colors reflect different years, and then this is the percentage of those auto loans as they go out a certain number of days. Yeah. How many of them have gone delinquent? Which which year do you think is purple? This. 
2022. Yeah. So like in this, so essentially what this is showing you, and I know I'm going to use my fancy word, this is the delta between what is normal delinquency for this vintage, yeah. folks that got auto loans in Q1 this many days, weeks out, versus what it currently is, which is materially higher, 120 basis points higher, 1.2% higher. Yes. So there really is an interesting uh, uh, phenomenon happening, which is I think people are choosing to not pay for their car loans. And at the same time, while we do have a lack of repo agencies and incentives there there's actually not a huge incentive for the banks to want to go repossess the thing anyway which I, is a, that that I, has that ever happened i i, I people I, I, choose I, not to pay banks don't really have well, an incentive to repo well and i don't think it's a it's a question of they choose not to pay they they prioritize other things that are more important to pay first definitely yeah okay and so that that the car loan um is not the number one priority anymore now, those people that find themselves in that position, if I could make a suggestion. Please. My suggestion would be, even if you can only make a partial payment, make a partial payment. At least it shows that you understand that you still owe the money and that you might not be in a position to make the full payment, but you want the bank to know that you're doing your best on their behalf. So, Make a partial payment if you if because of budgetary reasons, yeah. and because food has gone up so much, or because your rent has gone up so much, whatever it is, and and you have to choose between a roof over your head and food for your 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 wife and and kids. Um, there still has to be some money left over. Now it might not be what your full car payment would be, but if you could make a partial payment, that would go a long way to alleviating some of your problems moving forward. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really, really glad you brought that up. One other component of this we've talked about in the past, and we'll switch gears from talking about financial stuff. One other component to this, Dad, is what younger generations are doing. This data comes from Jerry. New serious delinquencies on auto loans defined as at least 90 days overdue. Who's Jerry? They are like an insurance thing. I okay. Know. I mean, you yeah. know. It's like saying, hey, this this comes from my neighbor across no, the No, no, the company's called Jerry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> they do something with auto insurance. Okay. Um, yeah, no, not, a, not a guy named Jerry. Yeah, I'm sorry. So uh, serious delinquencies, 90, 90 days or more among people aged 18 to 29 hit a five-year high at the end of 2022. Yes. For those aged 30 to 39, they hit their highest level since 2019. Together, drivers 18 to 39 accounted for nearly $20 billion in auto loans that fall into serious delinquency. Since the outbreak of the COVID pandemic, the total dollar value of auto loans taken out by people under 40 has risen the fastest pace on record in data going back to 2000. The total balance for borrowers 18 to 29 rose about $50 billion or 31%. Four out of 10 Gen Z drivers say they pay more than 15% of their after-tax household income on car payments, while one in five, 20%, say they pay more than 20% of their after-tax household income on car payments. Payments, not insurance, yes. not fuel, not maintenance. More than a third of millennials say they pay more than 15% and 16% pay more than 20%. More than half of Gen Z drivers said the cost of car ownership caused them to make at least one non-car monthly debt payment at least 30 days late. So there's some proof that folks are actually choosing to pay for the car instead of other things. Total outstanding debt held by people under 30 has risen 37% since the pandemic began, more than any other age group, reaching $1.27 trillion. Now, let's, let's dig into that last statement. Sure. Total outstanding debt held 
by people under 30 has risen 37% since the pandemic began. That would indicate to me that, that there were more people under 30 in the market for their first car because we know statistically that a lot of people under 30 weren't buying new weren't buying cars um, until until the pandemic uh, they were using their parents cars or whatever they so so these these were realistically new first time car buyers that had no friggin idea what they were doing yeah okay now not to not to say anything to these people under 30 but damn it you should have been looking up carage.com we were there to help you during this time um th this all points to personal responsibility educating yourself knowing what it is that you're venturing into before you get taken uh, uh, before you allow yourself to be taken advantage of because you've never done it before i think it's also a corporate issue dad think about all of the what i mean by that is think about all the different products that exist nowadays like you can you can you can shop for a pair of sneakers on a website and what pops up a car ad no what pops up the thing that says pay it over four payments and yeah free. yeah the the proliferation of subscribed crap pay it over time yeah Put everything on credit. No, I, I'm not blaming. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but I, think yeah, a little no, I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I hear what you're saying. We have, we have figured out a way. Um, lenders have figured out a way to be able fintechs, to fintechs have figured out a way. Okay, to, to get people to put everything on a payment and pay for it over time instead of pay for it for for it all at once instead of owning something yeah no i i i, I get it i get yeah no i i see because you know you know me i'm i'm looking at watches all day long i know i'm supposed to be working but i'm looking at watches all day because they keep popping up every time i open up my browser and every time i look at a watch i see you know over four payment it's a, it's only this yeah. it's like i don't want you to think about actually paying for the damn watch up front i want you to think about paying for the watch over the next year or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the only thing I can quasi relate it to is, is the casino industry. Yeah. You know, um, but the difference is there, they, they don't give you months to pay for it. Um, they expect their payment um, after you've taken out the marker. This, this has been a conversation around delinquencies, repossessions, one that we will continue to have. I, I, I feel less bullish on the idea that these delinquencies are going to lead to that spike in used car inventory we covered that yesterday there's 2.2 million 2.19 million used cars in inventory. Yes. i don't think we're going to reach the end of the year because of repos there's going to be three million like oh, it's not going to be that but but no. the 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 big story here is there's an entire generation and there's an entire you know, growing group of people whose credit is going to be materially hampered because mm -hmm. of their financial decisions that they made last year two years ago that was um uh, allowed to happen because banks had very lenient lending guidelines yes and and there was a comment in the chat that came through from leon dad that i think is spot on there's a lag between banks doing dumb stuff and regulators ordering them to stop that was one of the issues with silicon valley bank they gave them a year to fix it and crashed a month later also we've got lawn care going on outside so i'll let you vamp on that while i close the close the screen door or close well, the glass yeah the screen doors the, the, uh, well it, it 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 always goes back to the banks 
not utilizing uh, good criteria for approving a loan. It, 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 the whole, this whole concept of the way pre-owned prices escalated over the course of, of uh, time only happened because the banks agreed to it. They agreed to finance more on these vehicles than they should have. And they knew it when they were doing it. Because um, you know what it did at that time? Made their numbers look really good. You know what it's doing now? Loan loss provisions. If you're unfamiliar with loan loss provisions, we're going to be talking about that for the remainder of this year because every publicly traded financial institution has to now say what they think. Uh, yes. They set aside money for loan loss provisions, loans they no longer think are going to come due. Yeah, no, it makes it, it easy for it, us to see what's going well, on. Well, and it was and it was much easier to say that the amount of loans that you made was uh, greater uh, this quarter than it had been the previous quarter, even though the number of loans might have been the same or a little fewer. Um, but they were for so much more money because you agreed to to, to finance 150, 160 percent of a vehicle's value. Um, you know, when you think about it, it it's like when you when when you go to mortgage a house, to get a mortgage on a house, they appraise it, and the big thing is, well, you know, it has to appraise for somewhere close to what you're paying for it. You can't pay a million dollars for a home that appraises for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, but that's what banks were doing on car loans. The cars appraised for ten thousand dollars. They were financing fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars on that. That's that's a stupid position to put yourself in. You're just asking for trouble. And what are we on the precipice of? Uh, trouble. But no, no but <laughs> on that one. All right, let's switch gears. We've got from Dantastic. Thank you, Dantastic. I traded my car in last month. I Googled the VIN today. Yeah. It appears it was auctioned off in Ukraine four days ago. Seems odd to me. I have no clue if that's I. Wow. I, you know, I don't know if. Uh, you know, apparently Google will track. I have no idea. Are they really tracking what's going on in Ukraine when it comes to, to VIN numbers? I, I don't know. Yeah. You know. Where did you trade it in? Did you trade it in at a dealer in the Ukraine? I mean. <laughs> that could have been, been the kicker. Yeah. There. You know, you just you have to ask all the questions. All right, Pops. Uh, I want to remind everyone, uh, yes. caredge.com slash apply. We are hiring for car coaches still. We are really busy, folks. Thank you to everyone who is going to caredge.com and letting us help them navigate the car buying process. If you are interested in joining our team, it's a part-time position, potential to join uh, or potential to go into full-time, caredge.com slash apply. Please yes. put your application in. I'm doing all the phone screens. So if for nothing else, we get the chance to chat for 15 minutes. So that'll be really fun. The other one, Dad. Yes. We are building out the CarEdge Trusted Dealer Network. If you are a dealer yes. and you don't do crap like I'm about to show on the next screen when we do our favorite segment. Or or you know a dealer. Or if you know a dealer, yes. That doesn't do crap. That doesn't do the same crap you do. Yes. Yeah. Um, please, CarEdge.com slash join. I'm looking to have as many conversations and vet and get a small exclusive, I think that's an important word, exclusive group of dealers that we can work with. We're not trying to get a thousand dealers. No, we're trying to get like, I don't know. Well, maybe we are trying to get a thousand. No, I'm not. No, I well, want to be no, very clear. No, no I want to be very clear. If you do it in me large metropolitan areas and you limit it by brand, you know, like there there could be one Nissan dealer. Yeah, there should be one Nissan yeah, dealer in could the network be, yeah, in Austin. Yes. And so, there should be one Mazda dealer in the network you know, in Austin. So yeah. what does that add up to? Well, I don't know if there's 
20 brands that that could add up and to 20 in a, in okay a, so in one metro and let's say there's 30 metros there's more than 30 there's 50 metros there's hundreds of metros well but whatever people some can... are small some are big metros but but my... whatever the point is cars.com slash join if you're a good dealer we're looking to talk to you if you know a good dealer put their info in there we'll call them we'll reach out to them we don't want to have some big stupid silly network we want to have actual people that do good fantastic doesn't have to pay money to get his quotes up there i traded it in at blue knob auto in southwest pennsylvania maybe they export i don't know maybe i well they you know they might have sold it to somebody to a wholesaler and the wholesaler who, who exported it to europe all right let's help out one of our community members real quick dad dan and then we're going to jump over yeah. to our favorite segment gap insurance yeah what is it what does it cost where do you get it cheers from orlando while you're giving an overview i'm going to pull up the article car edge space gap insurance in the google machine our guide will pop right up i think kimberly wrote that one but you're all yours okay so gap insurance stands for guaranteed asset protection so remember that ten thousand dollar value vehicle we were talking about that the bank was willing to finance fifteen thousand dollars on well gap insurance let, let's say you have an accident Okay, let, 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 let you finance the $15,000. So you know you're financing more than what the car is worth. Let's say you drive out of the dealership and for whatever reason you get T boned and the car gets totaled. Well, your insurance company will agree to pay what the vehicle's value is, might be $10,000, where there's another $5,000 that needs to be taken care of. Gap insurance covers. The difference between what your insurance company values your vehicle at, if it's totaled, and what is still owed. So that way you can walk away whole. Now, what does it cost? It depends on how much you're financing. It depends on the state in which you live. Because in some states, there are caps on gap insurance um, and how much uh, dealers can charge for it. In, in some states, it's a percentage of the selling price. Um, in in some states, it's it's just um, capped at a certain amount for uh, for your premium. So it, it depends, but most dealers try to charge uh, more than they should because it can be a good profit center. Click on that link that I put in the chat. It's all about gap. And thank you, Leon. Fifty five. I think MSA stands for something with over a million people. So we only need 20 times 55. You're the math guy. What was this now? We need 110 dealers in the network. That's the goal. What was this now? Why do you say that? There's only 55 regions with over a hundred or with over a million people. Okay. But there's, there's how many brands? I mean, wouldn't you want to have a representative for each brand? Yeah. And there's what, like 30 brands? You just went from 20 to 30. Make up your mind. Whatever. Okay. You're going to need more than 100. All right, Pops. Jeez Louise. Yeah, ready? Yeah, you know, what about the poor folks that don't live in a metropolitan area? What, what, about, our, what about our members that live in a rural area? Don't you want to help protect them, yes, too? Yes, do. So it's going to be more we'll, than 100. We'll, we'll figure out ways to do deliveries. And that would be 1,000 anyway, 20, 20 times 55, wouldn't it? You know, I'm not good at math, but that'd be 1100. All right, Dad, ready? Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but 55 times two is 110. Mm hmm. <sighs> Say the thing. Trying to take advantage of your dad. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, I might be old. 
Okay, and my brain doesn't work quite as fast as it used to. You look good today, though. You know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I, you know, you know, I, I, as I said when the camera first turned on, you look great. God damn, I'm a handsome looking. You're looking dude. good. Yeah, and and you just looked at me and said you are one <laughs> weird person. I said human. All yeah. right, come on, say the ad lib. Really? You gotta be kidding me. All right, Dad, I put this up over on the Twitter sphere, and also I had this up on um, Instagram as well. Yes. 2023 Toyota Sequoias, they are selling. Yes. I don't know if I want to say selling. They are being advertised for over $100,000. This one, can you guess the state that this one came out of, Dad? $82,584 well, market you, value selling well, you, price. well, I asked you what state it was, oh, and, and, and you told me it's Florida. And yeah. the reason I wasn't 100% sure that it was Florida was because I thought the dock fee was a little light for Florida. The dock fee is actually pretty low. Maybe that's for the, Florida. For yes. Florida, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. The dock yeah. fee. We're updating our. We have a guide on our website. Um, if you Google search car edge dock fees by state, we're updating that with the latest data. Dad, yeah, eight hundred dollars for a dock fee in Florida is great. Yes, one thousand six hundred ninety-five dollars for just add-ons. Like that is the laziest add-on line I've ever well, seen. Come, no, laziest is MA. MA. They couldn't yeah. even write market yeah. adjusted. Yeah. No, it's ma. <laughs> Where's Ma? Well, Ma's 10 grand. Okay. You want to get your Ma back? That'll be 10 grand. <laughs> Add ons for, yeah. So we've got Sequoia's selling advertised for over, no, they're not advertised. Excuse me. Yeah. Pencil that because they're probably not advertised. Yeah. But then you can find, you can find used ones listed at over $100,000 yes. too. The really got to be kidding me is what the hell's going on for affordable vehicles? You're grabbing the watch on your wrist as you're doing that. Yes, I'm grabbing the watch because. Because Car Edge Report. I just want to remind everyone, Car Edge yes. Report. If you have not run a Car Edge Report, you got to. If you're going to buy a car, you got to run a Car Edge Report. Getting great feedback from everyone on that. So please take a moment and give that a try. Okay, so Igor was wondering what I have on my wrist today. This, this, ladies and gentlemen, is a Cadola. <laughs> you know, not a gondola. Gondola. <laughs> but a Cadola. I, I never heard of this brand, but I got it from the watch gang. They were gracious enough to send it to me when I when I had a $99 a month subscription. Um, and it's a lovely uh, quartz chronograph, um, blue dial with, uh, you know, some some red and, and uh, light and dark blue. And it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a watch. It's a watch. It's 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 one of my many watches. One of my thirty-one, um, and still trying to decide on what number thirty-two will be. <sighs> He's got an addiction, folks. I admit it. The first the first step to solving this is to admitting that I have the addiction. Fly Chomper Fly says, "I think the person who asked about the VIN wanted confirm. I wanted well, you know, what do we look like? International spies? <laughs> I mean, how are we supposed to confirm it? <laughs> but if if if, if the internet said it's so that it's so everybody Pulse knows sailors. everyone knows that whatever's on the internet is so i mean you're getting animated today wholesalers <laughs> frequently can sell cars to various places so probably just got wholesale the dealer obviously didn't try and sell it on their lot i think that's the simplest you know and and or or maybe the dealer sold it to somebody that 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 shifted overseas. That, I mean, that happens. We don't have access to VIN info that would tell me what's that. going on yeah. in the Ukraine. No, unfortunately, I don't. I don't have access to that. I wish. I wish we did. Yeah. But if we, 
If we find a way yes, to get access it, to it, we'll share it's, it. It's tough enough to have access to what goes on in this country. Yeah, it's very difficult. Yeah. Okay. And it costs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course it costs. Yeah. All right, fantastic. And then we're yeah. wrapping. I Googled the VIN and it came up at an auction. You could just wondering if it was coming. No, I... I don't... Well, it depends what... What was it that he, that he traded again? I don't remember. But I, I think it's very important to note. Cars do get exported. Oh, so absolutely. Like, yes, do. that is common. Yeah. Is it super common, like one out of 10, one out of 100? I don't know. I don't, you know, a lot of a lot of trash vehicles get exported. Well, now you're just taking a shot at the Antastic. No, 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 no. I'm not taking, no. I'm just, there are a lot of vehicles that are used up, okay, that are truly on their last legs that end up getting exported to African, other European uh, countries in third world countries where they're struggling for cars and people will buy them even though um, they're pretty much used up. Lots of unfair. You've got a show over on Car Edge Electric. You did whatever. You have a show coming up on Car Edge Electric. I I do in in about the, in about twelve minutes. If you have not ever tuned in for that show, today's the day. Uh, just search in YouTube Car Edge Electric Unplugged. Pops and Justice going on in about 10 minutes. And again, if we can help you, caredge.com. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. We greatly appreciate it. And we will be back yes. tomorrow. I do believe at, at midnight Manila time, uh, which would translate into noon here on the East Coast at 9 p.m., uh, 9 a.m. on the West Coast, 8 a.m. in Anchorage, 6 a.m. in Honolulu. Be there or be square. And maybe my son will treat me nicer tomorrow. I treated see. you nicely today. Jeez. It's like your damn punching bag. Hey. Yeah. All right. Should we make up on camera? Oh, I, I love I will you. Thank you for <laughs> We were, I'm doing dance classes with Laura. We were dancing before the show. Who, Laura and you? No, you Oh, me. that's right. You were trying to show me this shachata. What is it? Pachata. Very cool. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Yes. All right. Should yeah. I press the button? Uh, end broadcast. See you all back here tomorrow, folks. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up.